He makes chairs, perhaps a carpenter. And then he sells those chairs. So he'll know what is the pros and cons. What are the secrets about this chair? He knows how much weight it can take. He knows what can go on top of this chair. Like that, if a person sells tables or sells cars, so he will know the more than anyone else what is the secret. So what can this car do? Like that, my dear brothers, we all know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this dunya. And in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَعُ الْغُرُورِ The wall which you can see, all these buildings, all these houses, very expensive cars, so much money, so beautiful people, so much lust, so much calling our attention. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Mata'ul ghuru, some goods of deception. You put your attention into this wall, the wall will turn you around, will turn around and run away from you. The other side, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَخُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Insan was created weak. So one side, this wall with all his attention, ready to deceive insan. On the other side, insan, he's weak himself. So what will happen, my dear brother, if you put butter next to the fire, that butter will automatically melt. So insan, He's in a situation where he's weak and in such a difficult place. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows we are weak. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put us in this world. So insan will commit some sins. In fact, the muhaddisin explain why this loves insan. Sorry, the muhaddisin explain. Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us this name insan. The root word in Arabic comes from nisyan, to forget. Insan forgets. He's always forgetting. So whether it's a command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll forget. Whether it's a moment of happiness in your life, you'll forget. Whether it's a moment of sad and grief, that also you'll forget. No matter what, a person lost his father, a person, a woman lost her baby, or a person lost his friend, after a while, he'll forget about that loss. Life will carry on. So insan is made such that he will forget. Look at the inception of this insan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Adam alayhi salam, do not go close to the tree, do not eat from the tree. Then Adam alayhi salam and his wife Hawa alayhi salam, both of them were very very happy in Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this insan. No matter how weak we are, Allah ta'ala created us for Jannah, did not create us for this dunya. Dunya is just a passage, is just a test. So they were very happy in Jannah. Then shaitan came, and shaitan was very upset. Why did they get the better over me? Why did they get more respect, more ease? Then he deceived them. Adam alayhi salam and his wife, Hawa alayhi salam. So he deceived them. He made them eat from that tree. From that moment, my dear brothers, we can see insan is weak. Adam alayhi salam also forgot about the command of Allah subhanahu wa He's the Nabi, the Anbiya, Masum. They do not commit sins. But everyone forgets something. So Adam alayhi salam also was weak. And from that he came to dunya. One lesson is this, that we are very weak. Sin, guna will happen. But then what is the other lesson? The other lesson is that there is two ways when you commit a sin. Every person will commit sins. No one can say, I am asun. Only Ambiya salam. And now there is no more Ambiya salam coming. If a person comes and say, I am a Nabi, that's a sin himself. Because he's speaking lies. So, sin will happen. People will commit sin. All of us will commit sin. Sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly. Sometimes intentionally. Sometimes we are very, very weak. We could not, you know... Save ourselves from that guna or sin. But my dear brothers, there is two ways from the inception of insan. When Adam alayhi salam came, came from Jannah to the earth, so what was his approach? Rabbana dhalamna anfusana wa illam tawfir lana wa tarhamna lanakunanna min al-khasiri. Oh Allah, if you do not forgive us, we have committed great sin upon ourselves. If you do not forgive us, we'll be totally finished. There'll be no solution for us. Our solution is only by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he humbled himself. He humbled himself. On the other side, shaitan also committed the sin. Shaitan was also pelted from Jannah was also made mal'oon and mardood till the day of Qiyamah. But what made him mal'oon and mardood till the day of Qiyamah was that pride and takabur. Was that 
pride in takabur. One side, Adam alayhi salam, tawazo. He humbles himself. He presents himself as a criminal, as a, a person who committed a crime in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other side, shaitan, he tries to justify. He tries to justify, ya Allah, I'm better than him. Khalaqtani min nar wa khalaqtahu min tayn. I am better than him. How can I make such love for him? So my dear brothers, from the inception of this insan, there is two ways. Sin, guna will happen. Khuliq al-insan wa We are all weak. Sin will happen. Guna will happen. Each one of us will forget something or the other will commit some sin. But then there is two ways. One way is we can justify that sin till the day of Qiyamah. Carry on justifying. Why did you eat that money of haram? No, because the whole dunya is doing it. Why did you go to that haram place? No, because my friends were doing it. I also wanted to join them. I'm also inside. I'm also part of them. I want to join them. Why did you do that haram? No, because everyone else in the world is doing it. Allahu Akbar. On the other side, you can be humble like Adam alayhi salam. Our father. Just say, Allah, I'm weak. I could not survive, I could not, you know, I could not resist that temptation. I could not resist that sin. Ya Allah, please forgive me. Allah Ta'ala is ready to forgive. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Subhanallah, Mullah Ali Qadi Rahmatullah a great faqih muhaddis, he explains, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has a sifat, the sifat of Kareem, alladhi yu'ti bidun al-istihqaqi wala minna. A person does not deserve, a person did not even ask, which one of us can, can tell today, guaranteed, 100%, I ask Allah Ta'ala to give me one more day in my life. Which one of us can say guaranteed 100% I ask Allah Ta'ala to give me the food of today? Which one can even say 100% I ask Allah Ta'ala to make me a mu'min, a Muslim before I was even born? Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala gave us Allah Ta'ala is ready to give, but are we there to ask? Are we there to humble ourselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Subhanallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ready to give. The day of Qiyamah a person will come before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this man committed many, many sins. And he'll be brought before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his hisab. He committed many sins. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hide all of, was hiding his sins in this dunya. So now the moment came. The whole dunya is there. Remember in the day of Qiyamah you will be there. Your parents will be there. Your children will be there. The Anbiya Salam will be there. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa will be there. Everyone will be there. This whole clear estate will be there. The whole Durban will be there. Everyone who used to feel pride. You know that I am a very good person. I am this. So now over there everyone will see. So ah, that person used to do this. That person used, was involved in that sense. So... This person will be brought, now you can see the whole dunya is there, the whole alam is there, everyone is in front of him, his children, grandchildren, now his, all his sins will be exposed. He's before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, now he's very very afraid. But when he comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala will command the malaika, this servant of mine, he's having his hisab with me, raise a parda between me and the rest of the people. Meaning raise a curtain, let not the whole world see him, his hisab will be only with me and him. Both of us. So this person will be very afraid. Now his hisab is taking place. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask him that you at this place at that time with so and so you commit this sin. Do you accept it? And Allah ta'ala will carry on asking or the malaika will carry on questioning. At this place, at this time, at this moment you committed this sin. At this place, at that time. So to say in our zamana, our times, you know, at that night under the blankets in your closed room, you're watching this in your phone. Is there anything you can say about it? You can't deny. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there. Allah saw everything. You can't even lie at that moment. So all his sins will be brought before him. This man will be very, very afraid. He don't know what to do. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn to him. They say this man will be so afraid that he'll be like shivering. He doesn't know what to do. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his sifat karam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell, the malai, will tell this man that listen, in the dunya I've hidden your faults from the rest of the world. So that's why the ulama explain when you commit a sin, do not expose that sin. So in today's zamana, we live in a zamana where the people say there is a new sickness. It's a sickness called sulfitis. Like how you get conjunctivitis. You get 
You get different, different types of sickness. So you get this sulfitis. The people have to take a selfie with everything. It's literally a sickness, a mental sickness. The doctors also gave it that name, sulfitis. It's a mental sickness. That people have to take out their phones every time they see something, every time they are in a condition or something. They have to take out their phones. They have to show that. They have to record that moment. So this sulfitis, whether he goes to a restaurant, then he has to take out a picture. Whether he goes to a, you know, he goes for holidays or something, then he has to take out a picture. Whether he goes to the masjid also, Nauzubillah has to take out. How many they go to the masjid al-haram, they present themselves before the Rosa Mubarak of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Subhanallah, the ulama in the past, they used to go to those places. They never used to say anything. They will just present with utmost respect. They lower their heads and they let tears flow from their eyes. Because they say, I am not worthy of, not worthy of being in front of this, of this place. Who am I to be here? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought me here. In the Kaaba, in front of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in front of Abu Bakr and Umar radiallahu anhuma. But today's zamana, Allahu Akbar. You're going inside everyone's their cell phones up. Cell phones. So this zamana of self-fighting. So what happens in this zamana is that people want to expose their sins as well. In Farsi they say, izhar, izhar guna, battar az guna. They say when you expose your sin, it's worse than your sin. One is Allah Ta'ala has his shivat satari, Allah has covered everything, Allah has hide everything. But now you want to expose everything. You're not happy. If you went to that party, you have to go and pump it in, uh, and uh, put in your status on your Facebook or everything. Everyone has to see the guna you made. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, will say to this man, that in dunya I've hidden all your faults. In the akhirah here in the barzakh also, I've commanded the malaika to hide you from the rest of the people. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, listen, all the sins that you have committed, I've made all marks. So this man will become so happy. He'll become so happy, they'll say, Ya Allah ta'ala, these are not the only sins I have. I got more sins. <laughs> Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no problem, I've forgiven every sin of yours. And this man will go into Jannah, very happy. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is kareem, Allah is waiting to give. But are we humbling ourselves before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You know, in this zamana we live today, there is a very, very wave of despondency. People are despondent. They're losing hope. One of the biggest sicknesses which afflicting majority of the ummah at large, the humanity at large, is this sickness called depression. People are losing hope. One of the main causes of depression, we always say, is the social media also. That you look at other people's life and you compare to your life. You can have everything, but you feel that you don't have much, uh, as much as the other person. But Allah Ta'ala gave you everything. You have a car, but you don't have a Land Cruiser. You got a Corolla. I will say, hey, that man got a Land Cruiser. In his Facebook, he's taking pictures. Paris is not even his. He rented from someone. I had one cousin. This uncle of mine is a little bit dunya person. So his daughter, someone came to see his daughter for proposal, wanted to get married. So when he came to see his daughter, someone came, was very poor, I had nothing. So he said, listen, I'm clear forward to you. My daughter, whole life, she grow up like this, in this kind of, you know, she comes from a rich family or whatever. You are going to take her to your house, you're only going to have problem. You're going to have headaches because you're not going to be able, be able to maintain. So I rather don't give you, give, give her to you. So another person came, also wasn't so. So finally one proposal came. This incident I heard, I wasn't there present. So the man came with a land cruiser and that was the latest land cruiser. So two of the three of them, like when they came to, now the father, the, the, the groom, they came to see the girl. So they came with the latest land cruiser. Now the uncle was very, very happy. He was over the moon, very, very happy. So he came, he listened to them, everything. He heard them, what what they had to say. They saw the girl and everything. They were happy. The uncle was also very excited. He saw maybe there's a chance. So as it is, our they call it riwaj, our way, when you're going to take a person, send him, so you, you know, accompany him till the car, make him jump in the car, and then he was leave. So the uncle took this man and make him jump in the car. When he jumps in the car, he sees there's a logo, a batch over there written Woodford. This guy has been rented. So he goes to the next car to see the father's car. He also sees Woodford. <laughs> the car is rented. He goes, then he finds out, he phones someone and everything, finds out about the family. And the family, like, he's not a very, very rich family. 
he earns a little bit, he has to share with his parents and everything, and like, that's it. So the uncle phoned back and said, listen, my sekhara didn't come all right, <laughs> no chances. So my dear brothers, this is our, what we're living today, that the people, we look at others. Whatever Allah Ta'ala gave us, we are only looking at what others have, so this depression is spreading all over the world. And shaitan's greatest weapon, my dear brothers, is this. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in one hadith, there is nothing which makes shaitan more happy than to see a mu'min very, very sad, because he knows this is my victim. I can make his mind, I can tell him whatever he wants. Because he's sad, he's depressed, his mind is not there. His heart is broken. On the other side, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Where will you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Someone came and asked, oh, this is a, not a hadith, but a poet says, Where will you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Then he says, In the munkasiratil kulu. Those people whose hearts are broken, Allah ta'ala is in that heart. So my dear brother, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so much. Do not look at others. So this wave of depression, people are going to this depression. And one of the things which shaitan comes and puts waswasa in their minds is that now there is no hope for you. There is no more hope for you. One person killed 99 men from the Bani Israel. We all know this incident. So after killing 99 men, he had hope. Let me change my life. I don't want to carry on this life. So he came, you know, like they say, the youngsters today. There was one youngster, literally, he said, I slept with 99 women. I slept with 99 women. So I told, hey, you're like the men of Bani Israel. <laughs> now don't carry on. Just make your toba and change your life. Alhamdulillah, he changed his life. So this, this man from Bani Israel killed 99 people, but he had hope in his life. He had hope. Allah Ta'ala will forgive me. So he went to the, to the priest at that time. So he said, the priest, I killed 99 people. Is there any hope for me? Now that priest, he was like, you know, he was more in depression than this man. More, he was hope was more down. So he says, no, there is no hope for you. 99 people, you're going straight to Jahannam. So that man got so angry, make his century. He killed 100. Now. But his hope was still there. So see, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always forgiving. Allah is ready to forgive us. Allah is waiting for us to turn to him. So this man, he goes to another priest. Now he finds out. They told him, now in the, over there, there is another priest goat by him. So he goes by him. So he finds there hope for me. He says, of course there is hope for you. Never lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's doors are always open. So he gives him targhib. He says, and that's what but we should know also. As they explained, we are all weak. Guna will happen. Sins will happen. But then there is two ways. One way is you have takabur. Be very proud. And try to, you know, explain yourself. Justify yourself. The other way is humble yourself. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Man tawadha A person who humbles himself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lowers himself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala will raise him in dunya, qabr and akhirah. So my dear brothers, our ulama also explain, when a man commits sin, then there is three things they should do. Number one, Immediately it should cut off from that sin. Leave that sin immediately. You can't carry on committing a sin and then say, no, I want to leave, I want to leave. The second thing is he should have that remorse in his heart. He should have the remorse in his heart. Make tawbah, sincere tawbah. Allah, I will never do it again. That remorse, another mutawbah, that remorse in itself is tawbah. Allah, I've committed a sin. I've broke your command. And thirdly, my dear brothers, that he should leave that bad company. He should join that good company. If a person is in the bad company, he says, I'm going to, everyone is smoking around him and he says, I'm going to stop smoking. They'll carry on till qiyamah, he'll never stop smoking. Because that company he is in. A person is environment of sins, environment of guna. He can survive one day, two days, three days. In the fourth day, definitely he'll fall. As they say, if you put butter in front of the fire, that butter has to melt. So, this man of Bani Israel, he was also, the, the, the priest gave him targhib that you also leave this, this place, go to the place of the pious. There is one place called Qadiyatul Salihin, the, the village where there is pious people. Those people are always engaged in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this man then turns and starts going to the Qadiyat of Salihin. And as he's going, he passes away on the way. And we all know, Malaika came and they start arguing. He goes to Jannah, goes to Jannah. One Malaika says, go to Jannah. Because he made tawbah, he was going to the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the path of the pious. The other says, no, he's a sinner, he committed hundred murders, he goes to Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the malaika, my dear brother, this was to show example for us till the day of Qiyamah. How merciful is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell the malaika, measure where he is closer to the, to the pious or to the sinners. 
And when they go to measure, Allah Ta'ala commands the, the earth that go closer to the place of the pious so that this man can go into Jannah. There was no need for Allah Ta'ala to command it. There was no need for Allah Ta'ala to do all that. But Allah is showing us, He's leaving us with the example till the day of Qiyamah. So my dear brothers, this wave of despondency, when you see our Muslim brothers being persecuted in this world, when you see our people dying large numbers, when you see Muslims going from bed to worse into Guna from worse and worse gunas. When we ourselves are going so bad into sins, do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We all know tomorrow inshallah will be the day of Ashura. One of the messages of this day of Ashura, Musa alayhi salam taking his people from Fir'aun. So many years of persecution. Bani Israel had completely lost hope. The Mu'arrikhin, the, the historian writes that the Bani Israel was so hope, and they had no hope whatsoever. Meaning there were so many years, so many years into slavery that anyone will tell them if Firon is coming, they'll be totally afraid. Meaning their minds were already made in that direction. Now Musa alayhi salam alone and his brother, two people giving them da'wah that leave this, this life which will come to the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Leave this which you are doing. Allah will help you all. They were very, very, you know, they were free. They could not do it. They could not believe. They could not fathom that one day you will be free. One day you will be, you know, Allah Ta'ala will, leave, uh, will free us from Fir'aun. They used to, you know, basically they, their minds were made on the mighty and power of Fir'aun. They used to believe that Fir'aun is the most powerful. And Musa alayhi salam is saying, no, Allah Ta'ala is most powerful. Allah will free you all. But the day came when Allah Ta'ala commanded Musa alayhi salam, take the Bani Israel now and go. So in the night they left. In the morning Fir'aun wakes up. The people wake up. His policemen wake up and they see that all of them ran. So now they come, Firon gives free command, kill whoever you find in your way. Kill all of them, take all of them. So they come in. Now the people of Bani Israel, Musa alayhi salam, they come in front of them is the water. Behind them they can see the army of Firon coming. At that moment, these same people who had no hope, these same people who, you know, for years of years of punishment, of slavery, now they turn to Musa alayhi salam, inna la mudrakun. Waqala ashabu Musa, inna la mudrakun. Musa alayhi salam, where have you brought us? You promised us freedom. You promised us that Allah Ta'ala will open a way for us. You told us so many things. Where have you brought us? Inna la mudrakun. Firaun is coming. They'll kill us. They'll punish us. What they will do to us? Imagine for how many years he killed so many children. Subhanallah. Now at that moment, Musa alayhi salam, what was his response? He says, never. Even though the ocean is in front of him. It's like we're running from, a, from thieves and in front of us there is only a wall. What you gonna do? Inna ma'iya rabbi sayhadeen. Allah Ta'ala will open a way. Nothing is impossible for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala gives the command, Musa, hit your staff in, in the water and the water opens into seven, so many paths. And Bani Israel crosses. And the same thing which was the means of najat, of salvation for Bani Israel, Firon comes from the back and they drown in that place. So my dear brothers, again, a message till the day of Qiyamah, do not lose hope. No matter how great calamity you can find yourself, no matter how great situation, turbulence the ummah is going through, no matter how great, you know, people are dying in numbers, people are suffering, people are starving, people are going through a lot in this ummah. But no matter how long they'll go, the day of salvation will come. The day will come when Allah Taala will send His servants to come and and free this ummah from the situation which is going through. The day will come when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will open the way for your problem. What is hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Hold firm. Two things, my dear brothers. Do not try and justify your wrong. Turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make tawbah. And very important, man Humble yourself. Explain yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make dua. Turn to Allah. Make tawbah and make dua and explain yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah, I was weak. I could not... I could not save myself from that sin. But Ya Allah, you are the most forgiving. Definitely Allah Ta'ala will forgive us. May Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq wa akhru da'wan. Alhamdulillah.